the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Coming up, what is going on in our schools and why the need to change language and mold kids to think things that we weren't taught? We'll discuss it. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. Well, welcome, everyone. Today, I want to just talk about this wave in education of seeming, it seems like educators in this country feel that we must teach our youngest children about gender fluidity, about um, the LGBTQ community, about all of these things, make it part of the school curriculum for really young kids. I'm not sure this is a great idea. And I I don't understand the zealotry behind it. It really seems to me to be coming from the National Education Association. And now we're seeing it in school boards, school districts, codifying this kind of language and and curriculum. And so I thought we should bring in Dr. Elena Fishbein. And did I just screw it up? Is it Alana? You did Perfect. Elena. Oh, good. Alana. Okay. That's Alana. Fine, Alana. See? Okay. Alana Fishbein. And we're going to call her Alana because she's now part of this Sideline Sanity family. Alana, I appreciate you coming on so much. You're, you're the founder and president of what's described as a national grassroots movement, No Left Turn in Education. What made you start this organization? Well, um, stay at home mom. After many, many years seeing how the politicization of the curriculum of my children in elementary school and beyond is starting to be more dominant. And it really uh, bothered me because I thought I'm sending my kids to for learning academics and learning the basics so they can afterward go and flourish in whatever area they want and develop and uh, that concern seemed to be exacerbated after the killing of uh, George Floyd, where it seems like it was open season on our kids, uh, where school felt the necessity to come up with a very heavy dosage and heavy hand and to jam down their throat uh, their kind of ideology that to us seemed very dangerous. Uh, so when I, it happened to my kids, and that was, as I said, right after the death of uh, George Floyd, I wrote the superintendent and I wrote the school board and the principal, basically questioning the validity and the purpose 
of this kind of teaching. What are you trying to accomplish? Uh, but what we learned and we saw happening with many parents, they ignore you. They don't really count you as a parent. So and when you wrote to these people, did you, what kind of response did you get? Nothing. Nothing. Just not even a, re- not even a reply, not a form letter, nothing. Not acknowledgement even letter. We received your message. We received your email and we'll uh, get back to you. Nothing. And nothing. by the way, until this day, I never re- heard back from them. Uh, so at that time, if you remember, that was the COVID. Everybody's yeah. hiding in their home, not knowing what to do. And we don't talk to each other. We don't see other parents. So I posted the letter I sent to the superintendent on the Facebook page uh, of the uh, school parents. And I asked to have a discussion and ask for their opinion because I want to make sure, you know, if they are aware of what's going on and what do they think about it. And that's when I say I was lynched. Uh, there were parents that started calling me bigot and racist and all the names in the book. Uh, and that really took me by surprise. Uh, first and foremost, those people don't know me. I never yeah. had a conversation with them. Yeah. So how come they're giving me a psychological or psychiatric diagnosis without even knowing me? Uh, but you know what? It didn't really scare me. It surprised me, but it didn't scare me. And I even started taking screenshots of uh, those comments And I uh, decided to uh, take it out to other community Facebook pages uh, to bring it to a larger, they were not even posted. Uh, So uh, what happened at the same time, and this is important, first of all, they took me down, take her down, chop her off. Uh, You're familiar with that, I guess. So they took me down because they did not want the toxic ideas questioning any of this to be part of the community. So I was taken down. But at the same time, I got tons of private messages of people agreeing with me and supporting me. And every single one of them is saying the same thing. We're afraid to speak up. We're afraid to speak up because of our family, friends, uh, the ramification in our workplace, the consequences to our kids in school. And that's what really blew my mind. I really could not believe that in the United States of America, people are risking their life, the life of their kids. And we see that every day, every place to come to this country for our freedom mm-hmm. so they can be free. And free here we speak. are, Americans born here are afraid to speak up and to speak up about what? About protecting our children. People it- were not willing to speak up to protect their children. I, I really cannot understand that. Yeah, it, that that to me, this chilling effect that, for instance, they didn't want to go through what you had already been through, which was being called a bigot, called a racist, called all kinds of names, having your character attacked for suggesting that this this curriculum might not be the best thing, might be more divisive than uniting. And, and so you're questioning something, and for questioning that you were called all these names. That's what people don't want to go through. It's really unpleasant. You had the courage to say, I'm not scared of it, which is, again, what this is. This is what it's going to take is more people having that courage and saying, I'm not afraid of it. You can call me whatever you want. I'm trying to protect my child. Do you feel the number, the kind of the volume of support that you got outweighed the number of people who wanted to cancel you? 
Absolutely. As I mentioned before, I took screenshot. I was curious, who are those people? How many are there? And basically, it was like uh, 15 people out of a body of definitely more than a thousand parents that uh, they were like a shooting squad. I'm standing there and they're shooting at me, uh, uh, you know, an automatic weapon. But the majority are silent. The majority are silent. And that's really there has been the problem. We have been the silent majority, and I say we are silent no more. So when I decided to speak up, I, as I said, you know, what gave me courage definitely is my background. Uh, I was born in Israel, raised in Israel. I'm Jewish, and I looked at my history, and I said, look what happened to our people when they hide, when they hid, when they were in ghettos, and uh, they were taken to the gas chambers anyway. Uh, Look what's happening to us in Israel. They are calling us Nazis. They are telling us that we are poisoning the Palestinian kids with water. And what do we do? Do we hide? No. We fight. We do the good that we do in the world, in the country, and we stand up for ourselves. I was convinced from the beginning, unless we stand up for ourselves, nobody will stand up for us. Unless we stand up for our children, nobody will stand up for us. And that we have to wake up the silent majority. And I think that you are doing that job. I've seen you, you're, you're making appearances all over the cable news networks, which is terrific. You have demonstrated the courage that it this requires. And my hope is that your demonstration of that courage Let's other people feel like, you know what, I can support her. So you're going to be sort of be the symbolic face of this movement, um, which which we all need. And so congratulations on that. We're going to have more with Elena Fishbein. She's the founder and president of No Left Turn in Education. Something happened in Pennsylvania recently that we're going to discuss, which, again, parents keep saying, we don't want this. The majority of parents are saying, we don't want this. The school boards seem to just double down on what we don't want. We'll discuss that when we come back. Uh, I hate to remind you, but since November of last year, the stock market has plummeted. But here's the good news. Gold has been on the rise. Gas prices are a joke. Yes, they're still a joke. The stock market is extremely volatile. Inflation is worse than it's been in 40 years. And we have the war going on between Russia and Ukraine. I don't know when that's going to end, but the markets don't like all this instability. The good news is you have options. Gold prices are rising as investors turn to gold for protection. Gold provides a hedge against inflation and protects against the weakening dollar. Legacy Precious Metals is the only company I trust when it comes to investing in gold and silver. You need an investment that's going to protect your wealth and your retirement. So call Legacy Precious Metals today. Be proactive while there's still time. Remember 2008? Those who invested in gold saw huge gains while others lost their retirements. Legacy Precious Metals can advise you on all of your options in investing in gold and silver. You can speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals. Just ask them your questions. 866-528-1903. 866-528-1903. Or download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. 
faces a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, Alana, I'm going to read to you from this webpage. This is education.pa.gov. That's Pennsylvania. Gender, gender identity, creating gender inclusive schools and classrooms. Now, listen, I, I really don't care what a child wants to identify as. I, that, to me, I, I'm going to love a child. I don't, I don't, no matter what. But now we're getting into um, assigned, it says gender diversity, words you should know. Assigned gender. The gender a baby is given upon birth, usually based on the child's birth sex. Binary gender, the faulty concept that there are only two genders, male and female. What's wrong with this picture? The faulty concept. So you're either born with two X chromosomes or an X and a Y. That's what science tells us, right? So why is that a bad thing to acknowledge? Well, because there is an ideology that pushes this kind of... uh, uh, agenda. They have an agenda and they have to push this ideology. And it's much broader, obviously, than only the uh, science uh, relying on really science design determining men and a female. It's a much broader agenda when you look at the entire picture of what they're indoctrinating our kids in those indoctrination camps in schools, what they call school, but they turn up into indoctrination camp. Uh, and one uh, central reason is detaching really the uh, family unit from its wholeness, meaning when you are basically not a boy or a girl because uh, science doesn't matter, and this is really not science, they make up science, they call it ethnoscience, and at the same time they're calling the mother a birthing person or birthing parents, and they're calling the father the non-birthing parent or the non-birthing person. That means they're really... Severe, severing the connection between the uh, different elements of our family, between children and their parents. Uh, so this is really when you look at the essence of what's happening here. So we are not male, we are not female, we are not mom, we are not dads. There is really no family. Why? Really why? Why the do family. they want? Why do they want to destroy the family, Alana? Why? This is one of the major pillars of moving toward the Marxist society, the ones now, that... Everyone, you know, I can I can imagine our viewers right now saying, oh my gosh, really? You really think we're trying to go toward a Marxist society in the United States of America? And, 
you know, one of the things I've been reading a lot about lately is that the places that have fallen to Marxism, the majority of the population thought, oh, no, no, that's not what is happening here. And then it suddenly it happens. So why are you certain that that's what they're trying to achieve here, this Marxist society? They're coming and taking control of our kids. They want to have a full control of the way our our kids thinking, the way our kids are behaving. And one of the ways of doing that is controlling what's happening in school. Like, you know, Lenin said, give me your kids for eight years and I'll turn them into good communists. And it's exactly what they're trying to do to take control of our children. Um, Back at the time of Obama, his secretary of education came with a new concept. And we already see that it has been implemented in several places around the country. They call it community schools. And the whole idea of community school is to take your child from the time they wake up, you bring them to school and you pick them up probably before dinner because they're going to take care of all the things that they believe, that they believe that our kids need any kind of education that they call education and we call indoctrination, after school activities, uh, meals, as well as uh, psychological services, mental health services, and just regular health services. So here they are the one to determine what needs our kids has, not the parents. Yeah. And parents have no say there. We move a little bit further to, 90, uh, to 2014. And who is another player in that arena? The other player is CDC. And you wonder why CDC, who are not supposed to be involved at all in education. They started a program on their website. You can find all the details about it that is called Whole School, Whole Child, Whole Community. And just even the world whole tells you a lot what encompasses in what they are planning and they are doing with our kids. And in fact, there are over 100 schools a school district around the country that are already implemented that program with the same approach. We are going to give your child everything that they need. They are not discussing it with the parents. They're not consulting. They're not even many times informing the parents. Now we have something that's coming up with the school board association, and they're talking about learning 2025. Learning 2025 is exactly the same idea. They're going to implement the same program all over the country where they're taking over the well-being of our children, supposedly well-being of our children from morning until late, and they will take care of us. Because you know what? You and I as parents really don't know what to do with our kids. We're just birthing person. They just came out of our belly, and that's it. We really did not mean to give birth to a person to love to care, to cherish, to give them our values. Uh, And uh, no, they know better what to do with our kids. That's why don't be surprised you saw so many teachers on lips of TikTok or other, you know, media outlets that are talking, our children, the teacher, the the school, thinking about the one that came out of my belly is their kids. No, I'm sorry. They're our kids. Yeah. Again, we point to the COVID lockdowns and kids Zooming to school, uh, you know, with a screen that is sort of the silver lining of that was parents getting a firsthand look at some of the stuff going on. And kids bring it home too. you know, the the privilege stuff. Oh, mom, I'm I'm privileged because I'm white. And I, I just 
I, I find all of this so divisive. But what you said, starting it early, I think this is already starting. I mean, this started long ago, and it's starting to, you're starting to see the results of kids who were brought up this way or taught in college or whatever, they're entering the workforce. And now we've got all these policies in corporate America, in organizations, you know, the woke policies. I'm just going to use that term that everyone uses, but it's seeping into everything in America. And some people just don't have the spine to say, you know what? No, this is not good for business. This is not what we're going to do. We're going to stand up to these woke mobs and say enough already. Uh, When we come back from this break, I want to talk to you about what the future holds and how we reclaim our kids. And that's with Alana Fishbein right after this. Uncle Tom 2 unveils the Marxist strategy of creating false racial tension between Americans. Its ultimate goals, obtaining power, destroying capitalism, and replacing God with government. Pre-order Uncle Tom 2 today on SalemNow.com, SalemNow.com. Go to SalemNow.com today. Uncle Tom 2, Uncle Tom 1 was really good. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, so reclaiming our kids. As you have seen, there are a number of parents more than willing to say, oh, but these teachers' ideas are great, and we agree with them, and we'd like this to go on, and so please keep it going. Don't ignore these conservative, bigot, bigoted parents. Ignore them. They, they, they come from a place of privilege. They don't understand, and you know, teachers really do understand what's best for our children. It, it, it incenses me as a parent, incenses me. So I've had my own conversations with my kids' school about the things that I think are not what I'd like to see in my kids' school. And I have been acknowledged. I have been listened to. I haven't been ignored, but I don't think they take me seriously either. So where do we start, Alana? Gosh, there's so much to unpack in what you said. Uh, you know, in fact, you know, even with the saying that kids come home and uh, talk to the parents, many don't talk to their parents yeah. because the teachers tell them not to share the information with their parents because parents will not understand. They're from a different generation and they will not understand them. And this is a very common issue. And we got a lot of uh, inside information about this, how uh, the teachers are instructed to deliver a different message to parents and a different message to kids. 
And the message to kids is always, you know, don't share with your parents. Uh, so parents many times are in completely in the dark for uh, a long time. And, uh, you know, one of uh, the most difficult phone conversations that I have or emails that I get are from parents of kids that exactly the way you described, they go to college and they are continue to be indoctrinated with the same ideology and they don't have a relationship with the kids. The kids break the relationship with the parents. Again, going back to the issue of Marxism, communism, uh, breaking the family, they're succeeding in that regard because a lot of people, I have a lot of people from all background that tells me how the kids don't speak to them. They're accused of being privileged and racist. And this is the home that you grew up in. You grew up in. And the parents that felt that they gave the best education to the kids, the best values, but they're stronger than you. They are stronger than you because of what they're able to do throughout the you know, primary education, secondary education, and obviously uh, higher education. And as you described before, also how it permeates into the workplace, because that becomes a requirement. Uh, and, uh, you know, all those organizations that hiring DI directors to do exactly what? All the schools, school board that hiring DI directors. And by the way, those are the people on the high end of salary and compensation. And they are the ones that are uh, determining that there are problems. Where are the problems that existed that you think that this is the solution for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did the school detect those problems? Did they actually provide a report? Here are the problem that we detected and needs the medicine that is uh, appropriate to solve this problem. But what's happening now, but the parents are coming up with their solution. And one important uh, thing to emphasize, not all teachers are going along with that wokeness. A lot of teachers, educators, principal, mental health professionals are objecting to that. Many of them leaving the system, the education system. So what's happening now, there is really a spur of innovations in finding alternatives for the traditional schools. And we, as an organization, we are, by the way, the first organization uh, nationwide to fight this. We're also receiving a lot of uh, requests from parents to offer solutions. We, in the beginning, started with offering solutions with alternative books, alternative curriculums that you can go and present to your school board, to your principal, to the schools. Now parents want a lot more because this is very difficult. So what we are seeing across the country, a lot of innovation in what now is termed in general, micro schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only homeschooling started to go through the roof in terms of parents pulling the kids out of school. That's what we did. We pulled our kids out of public school, we put them in a private school for two years. We were not happy. And we're going to starting homeschooling this year. Oh my but many parents cannot do just homeschooling. Right. But there are alternatives. And there are many, many that are starting to pop out. Because just from the report from 2020-21, more than 2 million kids left public school. Mm-hmm. Not all of them going to uh, homeschooling. And we know that a lot of teachers are leaving the schools. So they are starting to form those alternative on small scale first, and then it's growing and growing. Yep. Yep. And, and this is why I'm a big proponent of school choice and, and 
there's pushback on school choice. Oh, you're going to break down the public schools. If the public schools want to do the job well, people will keep their kids in public schools. But I think parents ought to have the choice of where their kids are educated and what they're learning and the values they're being taught and whether or not that coincides with their own values. This is America. We get to decide what our kids are taught and what they learn. And I, I think we've, we've, uh, there's some, my, look, my mom was a public school teacher her entire career. Okay. I, she taught Spanish and math and she had the best intentions. She sees what's going on. So there are a lot of school teachers that are in it for the reasons to educate, to educate kids in a particular subject, to bring kids along, to develop their minds. I love those teachers. I love them. And I've met many teachers in my own kids' school that I, whom I love. I, I think that we have given our kids to these teachers because teachers have sort of gained this hero status in our, in our worlds. You know, we, those of us moms that want to go to work and we leave our kids at school and we just so appreciate people caring for and teaching and loving our kids. And we put them on this pedestal teachers and many of them deserve to be there, but much of the curriculum does not deserve to be there. And so I think we're starting to, to see this and learn that you know, some teachers are heroes and, and angels and people that we really can lean on. But some of the curriculum is not what we signed up for. And therefore, we, we've got to we've got to take some control of this. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. My concern, Alana, is a lot of the kids who are in the least fortunate of circumstances, whose mom is working three jobs, she doesn't have time to pay attention to or doesn't have the resources to make an adjustment to her kid's school uh, situation. And what does she do? What, you know, and I feel like that's a very vulnerable population. I completely agree with you. I think the biggest victim of this indoctrination are what they consider marginalized population. Yeah. You know, by training I have from my bachelor degree to my master and doctorate is in social work and my specialty is child welfare, child abuse and neglect. And uh, that was my uh, first concern. And in fact, in the letter that I wrote to the superintendent, I raised that issue. Uh, and uh, we are here kind of giving a diagnosis to entire society that is the wrong diagnosis and prescribing, uh, which is the diagnosis of being a, a racist society. And we are prescribing the wrong medication, which is anti-racism a la Ibram X. Candy 
or the whiteness a la Robin D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. This is the wrong medication. And the one that is suffering the most are going to be the uh, weakest segment of our population. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is really criminal, absolutely criminal. You know, uh, in one community, one chapter in uh, Kentucky, uh, our chapter leader there has been a teacher for 20 years. She is uh, retired now. And there were two pastors in a church in a low-income community. Um, I would say at least almost 100% black. Uh, and the parents were very frustrated with the school. And they uh, talked to the pastors. And the pastors started uh, they started a classical education school in church last year. And our president has been helping them as well as volunteering to teach civic. You can do that. So it's very big struggle. But I'll tell you what. All those organizations that gave the tens of million dollars to BLM, why they're not giving it to those kids that are needing them the most, not to go buy houses in some fancy neighborhoods, but actually funneling the money to the kids that need this most to give them the best education so they can have the best chances in life to, to succeed and to be good citizen, good human being, and self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really unfortunate that the population that get most vulnerable and hurt are the marginalized population, that they are actually waving the flag, claiming to support them and help them. Alana, how can people find out more about your organization and get involved and and maybe get some help? It's uh, uh, very important to know that we have a lot of information. We are organized all over the country. You go to noleftturn.us noleftturn.us and you can if you don't have a chapter near you we can start a chapter we have a lot of chapters across the country very active we are what i call boots on the ground more than any other group we identify ourselves because we act we are right there in the battlefield we are not keyboard warriors we are in the battlefield fighting so please join us at noleftturn.us. You can also go to our website. I'm sorry, to our Facebook pages. We have Facebook pages in every state, and this is No Left Turn in Education. So please join us. And if I may, uh, it looks unfortunate that many times the money doesn't go to the soldiers. We are really the soldiers who are fighting it. And we have a donate page on our website. Uh, and I would appreciate if people can go there and chip even five dollars, ten dollars, whatever you can. We are, we are, we have the uniform on, we have the boots on, and we are doing the fight. And if you join us, that's terrific. I appreciate your time so much, and your courage, and your willingness to act. Thank you so much, Alana Fishbein. Uh, all the best to you at No Left Turn. Again, it's noleftturn.us, noleftturn.us, or you can find them on Facebook, No Left Turn in Education. I'm so glad we spoke. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a, really an si- honor. Oh, well, it's been my privilege. This has been Sideline Sanity. I'm Michelle Tafoya. Be brave and do good. Well, we always appreciate it when Charles Thorngren can join the join the podcast and talk a little money and gold in particular with us. Gold and silver. And Charles, it's these are mad times. I mean, it's just really wacky. And anyone who's watching the stock market is probably asking themselves, what do I do? I don't 
I don't know, you know, I'm not, I don't know how to ride this roller coaster with everyone. And so obviously you recommend investing in precious metals. What's the first step that someone should take in learning about what precious metals can do for them? You know, the, the first step, um, give us a call, right? We're, we're going to show you what options there are available. Um, that's what legacy is about is showing you options and educating everyone. The important thing to know is that we don't invest in gold and silver because it's pretty or because it's, it's unique. Those things are true, but we do it because it has the history of being the true diversity for someone's portfolio. It's the insurance policy against everyone's retirement and their, uh, their savings. So, so this is why we look at, at gold and silver specifically. It's the currency that was always meant to be, right? It's not a fiat currency. There's no um, inflationary effect on it. Gold and silver are going to be worth what they're worth. The thing that changes with everything is the amount of dollars it takes to buy that gold and silver and the amount of dollars you get for owning that gold and silver. That's the big key. And this is what people don't understand about it typically is that it is not the stock market and it is not the dollar. It's an investment that is counter to both of those. So it gives you true diversity and balance is what everyone's looking for right now. They just don't know it. As inflation gets higher, this is where gold and silver come in. Someone is saying, okay, I want to do this, but I want to choose one or the other. When they call you and ask you these questions, when would you recommend gold and when would you recommend silver? You know, that's a great question. And what a lot of people wind up doing is actually doing a little of both because that's possible, right? But it's going to depend on your specific investment parameters. And that's one of the things we're going to do that we're, we're different from your typical stockbroker because we're not going to say, this is what all my customers are doing because that's not what's important. What's important is what matters to you and your portfolio. When is your retirement coming up? What are you looking to accomplish, right? What are your risks? What are, what, are your, what are your safety features that you need? So there's a lot that goes into it. And what we do here is, is talk with you, right? Our, our big thing is to educate you so that you understand why you're doing it as well as in what form and fashion. Because that's important. It is important. And I think, too, that people probably think uh, I'm a small investor. This is not for me. I can't I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to do this at a level that will benefit me to them. You would say what? Um, I don't think you can afford not to. If you have money saved and you're not flush with cash, it's more important than ever for you to make sure that you put yourself in a protective situation. Right. You have less to lose. So you should not lose it. It, It's really, you know, it's, it's not about how much money you have or don't have. It's about how much protection you need. And if you don't have a a very large portfolio, then you probably need it more than the guy who does because you can't afford that loss. And look at what the market's done over the course of the year. We are talking about a situation where the loss is extravagant and it's not done yet. This is why we look at uh, precious metals to counter that. And lastly, Charles, for those who fear that a recession may already be here or is coming, what do you tell them about how in a recession this investment helps out? Great question. A couple answers there. We are in a recession. 
Um, but the reality is it's not going to get bad for a few more months. Then it's really going to be bad. What we see happen next year is going to be devastating. Just think 2007, 2008, right? The troubles with 2008 happened in 2007. It just took time for it to hit the market in a real sense. And this is what we see. You know, we have inflationary numbers that rival the 80s. Um, that's something that's going to be dramatic. So when we look at this, we say, why do we want to do it? And, and that's exactly why. It helps because it's not the dollar and it's not the stock market, right? This is the safe haven investment. And if you look at long-term wisdom, that's what metals do. They give you a place to store your wealth without the effects of inflation, right? Inflation is good for your metals. The stock market correcting is good for your metals. Uh, a weak economy is better for your metals. So that's what it's meant to do. And that's why it has its place in the economy. We're talking about a worst case scenario right now, but even under the best of terms, the government tells you two to 3% inflation is a good thing. And at two or 3%, it doesn't sound bad, right? But over the course of your retirement and your lifetime investing, if you go 40 years, you've lost over 120% of value of your dollar by not having metals. So even in the best of times, there should be some in your portfolio. And during the worst, you really want to make sure you get a hold of somebody who can explain why and show you what options you have. Yeah, that's why we love to recommend Legacy Precious Metals on our show, Sideline Sanity. So the website is LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. You can also go to the website and find the phone number to call, learn a whole lot more. It's just worth asking some questions, right? A quick phone call and getting more information about everyone's specific situation. Absolutely. We're a no-pressure organization. Everyone who contacts us, they reach out to us. We share information. If it's right for you, great. If it's not, that's great too. Learning something never hurt anybody. No, that is true. And we're <laughs> glad we had you on to learn something from you today, Charles Thorngren. Again, it's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Please go check them out. Just ask some questions. Learn a little something. Thank you so much, Charles. My pleasure. Thank you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.